Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into another Trends and Reactions video. This time looking forward to week 12. Before we get into it, I just want to remind everyone to click that subscribe button, like the video if you enjoyed it, and if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments. Remember, this is hard-hitting, quick analysis to help you make waiver decisions, find trade targets, and digest each week's action. The Thursday night game was the Cardinals versus the Seahawks. Now that Kenyon Drake is back, the timeshare is real. Drake dominated in carries with 84% of them and actually got more targets, five to four, but Chase Edmonds played more snaps. That said, Chase Edmonds really only surpassed Kenyon Drake in snaps and playing time on the last Furious comeback drive. Uh, I don't think Edmonds is a clear fantasy starter uh, in this timeshare. Lions versus the Panthers. Well, the Lions are ravaged with injuries. TJ Hawkinson is really the only Lion you can trust in fantasy, and that's purely because he's a tight end. Now, it's possible that dynamic players like Kenny Galladay and DeAndre Swift were held out to play in the Thanksgiving game where the Lions have to sort of showcase themselves, but none of them are responsible for Stafford getting sacked five times against a poor Carolina defense. Uh, bonus impression, P.J. Walker's game was expected to vibe a little bit better with D.J. Moore than Robbie Anderson, and that's exactly how it played out. The impending return of McCaffrey and Teddy Bridgewater will likely end the fun, though, of this deeply concentrated offense we saw with Walker at the helm. Uh, Moore, Samuel, and Anderson all saw between 9 and 11 targets. That's the kind of stuff that's a fantasy analyst dream come true. Alas, it's probably only going to be for this week. Steelers versus Jaguars, Deontay Johnson's 16 targets are eye-popping, but his 5.8 average air yards per attempt are not. Meanwhile, Chase Claypool's average air yards per attempt was 17.1. This and his ability to score touchdowns are exactly why Chase Claypool is the best Steelers pass catcher to roster in fantasy. Also, just because it's fun to crap on Juju, I just want to note that his average air yards per target is 1.9. Woof. Patriots versus Texans. If James White is available in your league, go pick him up. He's His nine targets in this game is no fluke now that Rex Burkhead will miss the remainder of the year. 
quick bonus impression, Cam Newton only ran three times, which was rather surprising. I wonder if the Patriots are trying to keep him healthy. However, it did not result in a win, so I'm guessing it won't continue. Eagles versus Browns, bad weather in Cleveland. Does this sound familiar? As a result, there's really nothing we can learn from this. I, I guess we can note that uh, teams are starting to shift over to Travis Fulcom in the last two weeks resulting in two really bad games for him because I don't think that he has the talent or does not appear to have the talent to overcome this type of attention from opposing defenses. But that said, his last two games were in some bad weather situations. I wouldn't drop him yet, but he's close. Titans versus the Ravens. It's interesting to see J.K. Dobbins dominate the Ravens' backfield. He handled 63% of the snaps and more importantly, 77% of the touches, including being the only Ravens running back targeted. I did notice that Gus Edwards made a big mistake on a botched handoff in the red zone, which could explain why Gus Edwards only received 20% of the snaps. That said, I have no explanation for why Mark Ingram only got nine. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 9% of the snaps. I'd want to see something similar again next week for Dobbins just to ensure that his playing time wasn't purely due to punishing Gus Edwards for a bonehead play. In my opinion, Dobbins is by far the most talented running back in Baltimore, but hopefully my followers know not to fall for the fallacy of logical coaching. Falcons versus Saints. Hayden Hurst is unstartable whenever Calvin Ridley plays. Bonus impression, take Taysom Hill's solid day with a grain of salt. The Atlanta defense is quite poor. Just watch Taysom Hill's throw to Emmanuel Sanders. That was really deep. <laughs> His deep ball was probably about 15 yards short of the target. It seriously looked on film like Sanders was catching a punt. So that was kind of funny. Anyway, uh, Bengals versus Washington football team. I'd love to give you some impressions on the Bengals now that Joe Burrow had a tragic and very significant injury. But Ryan Finley did nothing but get sacked for a quarter and a half. So we'll disregard that. I'll just quickly mention that Antonio Gibson looked great and looked to be gaining some confidence. I think he's an RB1 rest of season. Jets versus the Chargers. We're getting to the point in the year where we need to start thinking about some trends for 2021 too. In that vein, Denzel Mims is a name to remember once the, Joe, Jet, once the Jets get a new coach and draft Trevor Lawrence. Mims will really go late in fantasy drafts in 2021 because the Adam Gay stink will still be associated with all Jets even when he's gone. Dolphins versus the Broncos. Matt Burita's health apparently did nothing to interrupt, interrupt Salvan Ahmed's control over the Miami backfield. That said, Miles Gaskin could be back next week. Could be interesting to see how this all shakes out. Cowboys versus Vikings. The Cowboys seem to redesign their entire offense for Andy Dalton, which I should credit Kellen Moore, who's an underrated offensive coordinator. The result was a lot of quick, shorter passes for Dalton. As a result, only Michael Gallup had an average air yards per attempt over 10 yards. 
Welch, uh, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, and Amari Cooper all had AYAs in the five to nine yard range. Those target depths are not going to lead to huge numbers for any Cowboy, but it at least keeps the offense on the field. Thus, Lamb and Cooper are back in the good graces of fantasy players. Packers versus Colts. Oh boy, are you ready for another spin on the Indianapolis Colts backfield roulette wheel? Well, this week it was Jonathan Taylor dominating in touches, 22 total carries and four targets. I actually saw this coming and I played Taylor with confidence this week because it was against the league's worst run defense. Does this mean I'll start him in week 12 with confidence? No, I will start him, but not with confidence. Chiefs versus the Raiders. Again, let's look forward to 2021. I think Darren Waller needs to be drafted like an elite tight end in 2021 with the likes of Kelsey and Kittle. Nobody has a higher target share at the tight end position. And the Oakland offense is actually trending up now that they have a better supporting cast at wide receiver. That improves Waller's touchdown upside which has resulted in five touchdowns so far in 2021, and the season's not even close to being over. This is a lesson to remember for next year. It, it's that we always need to be aware of teams whose number one target is a tight end. These are teams like San Francisco, Kansas City, Oakland, and Baltimore. These are where tight end difference makers live. All right, thanks for watching. Again, I'm Nate Henry. You can follow me at NateHenryFF on Twitter, and please remember to subscribe and like the video. Thanks. See you next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.